planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Babies. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is Jackson Yellow Driving. This is Odorous from Water. Listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise. That was Crying Wolves from Grave Pleasure's new album, Dream Crash, which is out on October 2nd. And joining us on the program now is frontman Mac McMurney. Great to hear you can join us, man. What's going on? No, not much. It's, it's morning here, so it's very nice and sunny. I think it's the hottest day this year. We're getting our summer a little bit late here in Finland, but it's uh, it's very nice. Things awesome. Where, whereabouts are you now? I'm in Tampere in Finland, so it's sort of uh, in, in in up a uh, couple of hours from Helsinki. Awesome. Well, man, I'll be straight up. I'm just going to say I'm I'm a huge fan of your work, and uh, this That's new it. album is is. Yeah, Dream Crash is just stunning, man. Um, I'd even go as far as to say Excellent. that it's gonna, it's probably gonna be my favorite album of 2015 already. Like, oh wow, that's, that's <laughs> an honor. Thanks very much. Well, Climax was my favorite album of 2013 as well. So I am, yeah, I'm, I'm geeking out a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, uh, you must. Be, you, <laughs> oh, that's cool. You must be uh, pretty excited to. Uh, get the uh, new album out there and really kickstart a new chapter for the band hey yeah absolutely yeah it's uh it's a it's a it's a real um i mean it's been a real milestone for us and it's very uh it's been a lot of hard work so so we're really excited to get it out there yeah absolutely awesome man well the track i keep going back to uh at the moment is crisis and before that was new hip moon i keep finding new tracks every time i listen to it something else will jump out at me do you find that when you were recording it yeah, absolutely. And it would change all the time. And, you know, it, it, when you when you start making an album, you're never really sure what, what the track, the key tracks are going to be or, the, you know, the, 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 the better tracks or whatever, the tracks that jump out at people. And it's been really exciting with this record because people have, like, uh, interpreted it in different ways. And they've, uh, you know, they've come up with this this song is their favourite or that song is their favourite. And it's, it's it's really good. I think that we, we, we approached it from a very varied sort of standpoint and um a lot of the stuff is uh is very varied in the way that we wrote it so i guess that comes out in uh when listening to the album oh definitely man with with the name though was it hard being used to uh the new name after being known as beast milk for so long um i don't know not really we, we for us it was a very simple simple thing to do you know we, we split up with one of the founding members of beast milk um and we had another record within us we were writing another record so it was it was uh, we just we just wanted to carry on and release the the record and and you know business as usual. So it felt like the most honest thing to do is to just change the name um, since uh, we don't want to we don't want to fool anyone or or make it out that we're still you know exactly the same band uh, or or to take any part of you know what he put into Beast Milk away. So um, but but uh, I think just, you know for us it's just a name. We we were concentrating on the music uh, and it's a name for us that we felt we felt sort of. Uh, describe the music uh maybe a little bit better than than we had with beast milk so have you found that you know things have changed for the better within the band since you've changed the name uh yeah i think that it's it's been much better 
chemistry and uh, I think that we've uh, we've definitely kind of reached a better place with the band. I think that we, we, we're more sort of, we write together and uh, it's, it's much more collaborative than it used to be. So I think that it really helps actually make a new start. It's been the, it's been the best thing that ever happened to the band, really. Well, you know, as I mentioned before, like Climax is a, a really important album for me, man. It's like, it came at a time when personally I was, I was looking for something new and then it really broke through everything that I'd, I'd heard at the time. You know, has there been any bands that have done that for you of late? Um, not for a while. Um, I mean, for me, a, a, a kind of big revelation was Ghost. I got really into that band when they came out. I kind of lost it for a while with them, but, but I saw them recently and they were fantastic. I and mean, I think the new record is really good. Um, but yeah, it, it, it happens very rarely, I think, these days. Um, probably due to the nature of, of how music uh, works, how the music business goes. You know, it used to be, for me, a little bit more organic. I quite like the discovery of, of bands in, in the old way. Mm. Um, nowadays, it feels like, you know, attention spans are very short um, and bands have to do quite a lot to get people's attention. So it, it happens rarely that, you know, you get into something just simply because there's really great songwriting. But there's, there's been some, some really great things that, you know, really blown me away. Chelsea Wolf, for example, was, oh. was someone I, I caught on her first album and I've been following her ever since. And I think, I think she's a real enigma. But yeah, it's, it's just, um, I would think for me, you know, it's rarer and rarer. But then, then again, I'm getting a bit older now, so it's, it's a bit different. You know, you, you're a bit harder to impress. So uh, I, I imagine that the, for the young kids, it's a, it's a very exciting time because you've got access to all of this music that you would never have had access to before. You know, things like YouTube and Spotify really opening it up. And, uh, you know, you find young kids who, who basically know everything about the history of the 70s and they have you know, all these albums that uh, took me years and years to discover and find out. So in, in one way, it's a good good thing. In another way, it's, it's a bad thing. So, I agree, man, because that's what I was saying. Like, uh, maybe, you know, because I'm 34 now. So, you know, I, yeah. like, I, I listen to a lot of the same old bands. Maybe it's an age thing or maybe Chelsea Wolfe, as, as you mentioned. I'm a big Chelsea Wolfe fan. Her new album is amazing. Have yeah. You heard it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely excellent. I, I really enjoy everything she does. I like I like the journey of her music. King Dude is another another act that I, I really like. I think uh, he's he's very exciting and interesting. King Dude. Yeah, you got to check out King Dude if you haven't. I will. I will write that down. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. I'll trust you on that one. Uh, he said. I mean, he he said it himself. He said he said uh, Beast Milk was a very stupid name, uh, and he said, well, you know, so is King Dude. I was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of it's kind of true. It's, it's maybe not the not the best name, but uh, but I, I love I love his music. It's great. Oh man, I have to check that out. Well, uh, we're going to yeah. go to the track. You are now under our control from Climax now, and we'll be back very soon on Rabbit Noise. Hey guys, just want to take a minute to give a shout out to our podcast supporters, RW Promotion, who are the best in the business when it comes to printing posters, flyers, banners, badges, business cards, you name it. They've got what it takes to help you get everything you need to help spread the word about your band or business. And uh, with a blistering turnaround, they'll make sure you get your product ASAP. So get in touch with Richard and the team at www.rwpromotion.com.au or shoot them an email at info at rwpromotion.com.au. 
Also want to give a shout out to the guys at Blacklight Art and Design, who in my opinion are the Gold Coast best screen printers. So, uh, you know, we've gotten many band shirts and even our own Rabid Noise shirts done through these guys. And uh, they've also got one of the fastest turnarounds I've ever seen. So all quality prints at competitive prices. Uh, so whether it's band merchandise, sporting teams, promotional garments or workwear, you know, they've got you covered. So hit them up at www.blacklightad.com.au or email them at info at blacklightad.com.au. So big thanks to those guys for helping us to bring you this podcast each and every week and for, of course, supporting the metal scene. So now it's back to Rabid Noise. And we're back with Matt from right. Grave Pleasures. Now, now, I've spoken to quite a few bands uh, over the last couple of years who have also just happen to be fans of, of your music as well. Like one is uh, Millie from Creator. When I spoke to him, I asked him the oh, question, yeah. what bands are you into? And he, he said, you know, you guys, of course. Uh, it must be pretty awesome wow. for you guys to, um, you know, these bigger bands in the scene that, you know, digging your stuff. Yeah, I mean it's it's it's, it's mind blowing for me. You know, I grew up as a kid, luck and creator. I, I've no, I had no idea that he he was into the stuff. That's that's very in, impressive for me. And uh, I'm not, you know, I don't know what to say. It's it's uh, for me, those guys are legends. Uh, Kirk Hammett uh, mentioned us on his Twitter and and listened to the record. And, you know, that's 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 just uh, where, where do you go after that? You know, that's like a ch- childhood dream uh, mm. to be uh, to be respected amongst uh, those those kind of musicians. But at the same time, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't change anything. Uh, you you still you still have to get up and and work on your stuff and and keep keep going as a musician. You know, it, it, it's uh, in one way it's really great. In another way, it's it, it's not doesn't you know it's not like someone's someone's handing me a Lamborghini and uh, and, a, and a bunch of cash. You know, life goes on <laughs> and it's, it's it's great. It's great in one way, but uh, but it, it doesn't really change uh, change things. We're still we're still a very unknown band. We still have to work really hard. We still have to go out there and tour. Uh, it doesn't immediately equate to a lot of a lot of fans. And bands come and go these days. You know, it's 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 not like it not like it used to be. That that it's it's very hard work to remain uh, kind of just just to, to keep afloat as a band. Mm. So uh, you can quite easily be this month's favorite band for everyone and then disappear and and people have completely forgotten you you know it's uh, it's a lot harder to, to build a, a long-term legacy like a band like creator you know uh, had they not been around at that very important and crucial time uh, they might not be as legendary as uh, you know as, as they are because uh, these days as we said it's not it's not just the songs that are that are important it's it's all the other stuff around it as well you know you've got to be as a musician you've got to be a t-shirt salesman and a, and a you know an online wizard and all these mm-hmm. other things so it's uh, it's 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 less and less about just the creative side and and, and quite a lot about all the other stuff so, but yeah going back to that it's just like I'm, <laughs> I'm blown away that's that's, that's very nice you know when, when people uh, i think the thomas from at the gates uh, came the singer and uh, he came to me at Hellfest and he said, you know, I'm a really big fan. And we watched the gig from the side of the stage and stuff. And, you know, it's just, I was speechless. I was happy for the rest of the night, uh, for the rest of the week, actually, you know, on cloud number nine. It'd be absolutely amazing, man. But as you were saying, like, you know, I, I, about bands being, you know, the flavor of the month sort of thing. But you guys have broken through that. You know, it's, it, as I said before, like my age and stuff, maybe it's that. It takes a lot for me to really hang on to a new band and you guys were that band for me personally and i think a lot of other people are realizing that as well and it's it's such a great thing man i'm I'm 
so happy for you guys. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, you don't. I don't think you ever ever fully registers. Um, I'm not sure that you know you when when that sort of thing ever registers. But uh, I'm, I'm a music fan myself, so it, it, I, I never get to a place where I'm like, okay, you know, uh, I, I'm, um, you know, I never let the ego take over because mm. it's just never really been there. It's just I'm much more about about going and watch other bands and and getting into music as well. So it's. Uh, it's a, a real honour, uh, but at the same time, it, it, it's um, you know, it's, it's like that. These these people are so great. You, you can never you can never imagine being at that that level. I'm not sure if you were at that level, if you'd even know it. You know. Yeah, well, that's it. I guess it's just their their job. But you know, to dudes like yeah, you know, after grew up listening to At the Gates, it's like holy shit, <laughs> you know, it's, it's At the Gates. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they don't stop being those legends to you just because you you met them. You know, it's still uh, still for me a legendary band, and uh, those people are still uh, still I still feel like they're they're very far and above uh, what what we've yet to to achieve. So you, you have to just keep going, just keep concentrating on you know making good good records and music, and don't get too too starry eyed, you know, or, uh, yeah. or or get any rock star pretensions. You just got to keep on going and concentrating on on doing the best you can, you know. That's it, man. Well, talking about like your influence and stuff, man. You're you're pretty diverse when it comes to, you know, what you've you've recorded before. You know, you've experimented with like really extreme heavy stuff, you know, in the past, uh, to even like the folk stuff with uh, Hex Vessel. You know, where do you sort of lean lean yeah. towards more? Is it like the the quieter stuff or the heavier stuff, or is it just it changes for you personally when you approach different projects? Yeah, I'm not. I don't really categorize or or compartmentalize anything that I do with music. Uh, same way I don't when I listen to music. I'm just like you know, I'm just a free ranging uh, listener. I, I'll listen to anything. I, I feel like um, you know that these days, especially that's that's just the case with everyone. I mean, you know, you, you can meet guys that are heavily sort of image wise and style wise into the black metal thing, but they'll listen to everything from Lana Del Rey to you know. Uh, Lady Gaga and, and stuff like that, as well as you know the very extreme stuff. I think that people are just very open-minded actually uh, mm-hmm. nowadays compared to when I when I was growing up. It's probably got to do with the fact that there is all this music sort of at your uh, at your disposal and that, that's so easy to reach uh, that people can sort of enjoy things on different levels. So that's what it's like for me. I'm just I'm just uh, enjoying uh, you know things in, in different ways. I think there's many ways to achieve this sort of euphoric uh, enlightenment feeling when you get you, that you get from music i used to get it really connected with black metal for me when i was growing up very extreme uh, the, the, the better really uh, but i think that was all about where i was at that place that time mm. you know i really needed that to kind of break through all the all the crap that was around me you know the the the, 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 the miserable school life and and a, and a religious upbringing and you know living at home with mum and dad that was it's important to listen to stuff that really can break through all that and lift you to another level i think when you get older you need less and less um kind of, uh, of sledgehammer tactics to sort of like break through the crap you can you can quite easily achieve that with sticking on some Nina Simone or something in the garden you know and, and mm. relaxing and you get to that place and I think it's the same place you get to it's it's probably like uh jazz musicians really understand it you sort of get to the source uh it's it's maybe just like a primal kind of sense of music rhythm and tone and you don't really need uh, much you know to get there like minimal techno and stuff I get I get to that same place it's kind of like a Buddhist vibe you know you get to this very pure <laughs> sense of uh, 
of music and it, and it, and yeah, it's in, enlightenment basically. So I'm I'm chasing that, you know, through different forms of music. I don't think anyone should just you know stick with one thing. It's fine if they do, you know. I'm I'm very into musicians that just do the one thing, but I'm sure they listen to all kinds of music to get that that music out, you know. That's it, man. That's exactly right, dude. Um, you know, there's those metal elitist dudes out there that they that they only want to listen to the brutal stuff and that's that's it. But they're missing out, really. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Out. I think they're missing out. Yeah, yeah. They should they should you know just open their minds a little bit. But it's it's okay as well. You know, I was definitely like that as well for a long <laughs> time, and I never believed you know I would be any anything else than uh, into the very extreme stuff. I was very diehard with it. But I think that by very you know by the nature of that, there has to be a flip side to it. And eventually, you know, you, you will you will open up if, if your life lasts that long. But life can be very long, and there's many things to experience. So it's best to experience them all before you uh, before you die. Exactly, man. I totally agree. In saying that, have you got any? Which, do you think you'll go and experiment with the heavy stuff at some stage, or are you, you're done with the, the brutal stuff? Uh, no, I, I think I think I definitely go back to it. I, I guess I just want to find something that um, you know would excite me again. And it's it's, mm. it's kind of kind of hard to find within that genre, and uh, I'm I'm I, I'm less and less excited by stuff from from the heavier side of things these days. Um, but definitely, yeah, if, if, if the right thing came along, I'm not really into doing tribute bands. You know, bands that sound like other bands. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't want to just you know go and do a Swedish death metal sounding band. I think I've done all, all that stuff for fun when I was younger. I think if I was going to do something in the heavier side of now, it would have to be something that was different, you know, that hasn't been hasn't been done or play with something a bit more avant-garde. Um, yeah, I just like to keep uh, keep doing something fresh. Uh, and I don't, I don't think I don't think you should, you know, regurgitate the same old stuff. There's, there's enough of that, enough people doing doing that well. So I'll leave it to them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right, man. Well, um, in regards to your touring, can we uh, expect to see you guys down here? Is there any plans? Uh, yeah, yeah, we've been talking about it. Uh, we're working towards that. Um, that's the dream, you know, <laughs> to try to get down to, to Australia and, and places like that. It's, 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 it's really exciting for us. You know, touring Europe is, is, is exciting too, but we've, we've been to a lot of these places and, you know, we feel very, uh, kind of at home there. So it's very exciting to go somewhere where, where we can really experience something different and, and it's a dream to get down to Australia. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's what we're working to. Hopefully next year we'll be able to get out there. Oh, man, I really hope so. Please play Brisbane because if not, I'll yes. have to get on a yeah. plane and go somewhere. <laughs> so it's <laughs> handy. Cool. Yeah, 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 we'll, we'll, do our, we'll do our utmost best. I mean, you know, it's, it, really is a, it really is a dream to, to get out there. So hopefully it will happen. Well, uh, we're going to go to the track, New Hip Moon, from Dream Crash. Now, thanks so much for hanging with us tonight, and uh, all the best for you and the guys for the album. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Take care. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 